0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's
1: baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Nationals reporter, Bill Latson. And, Bill, pretty good start to the season for the Nationals, and I think it's something that they needed to get off to when you look at the schedule, playing the Braves two out of the first three series, and then they'll have the Phillies as well. Uh, When you looked at this schedule kind of heading into the season Was that important, do you think, to this team to to get rolling early when you look at the teams they'd be facing here in April?
0: Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, they have to win the majority of these games. And Dusty Baker even admitted that uh, most of these games in April count, and uh, he wants to say we won these games. He don't want to say a few months later we should have won those games. So, uh, yes, they are very important games, and uh, they they should win big. Um, They're playing second-division clubs and if they don't win they're in trouble.
1: Yeah, the National League's interesting because when you look at every division it seems like there's there's three teams that that I would say feel like they can compete and can contend and can be in the race and then there's a couple teams that you feel like those three teams need to kind of beat up on if they're going to get to the playoffs and and the Nationals starting the year with one of those streaks. When you look at the players bill that are off to good starts on this team uh, Bryce Harper is on the verge of his 100th career home run. I believe if he gets it in the next week or so, he'll be the seventh youngest of all time. Um, has, has he talked at all about that milestone and what it might mean to him?
0: No, uh, he, he really hasn't. Um, the thing he has talked about was, uh, you know, how he uh, wants to win a world series. That's the main thing he's talked about. And, uh, you know, he obviously he wants to win big time. And, uh, the thing is, though, he's off to a good start now, hitting over 350. only has one strikeout. That's pretty good, and uh, I tell you, the guy's been amazing in the last two years, for sure.
1: Yeah, picking up right where he uh, left off in his MVP season in 2015. Uh, whenever you start a new season, you like the, the new guys on the roster to get off to a good start. I think it's just good as far as uh fans instantly kind of liking guys as well as guys fitting in and and daniel murphy has certainly done that what have you seen from murphy because we're seeing that power that kind of came on late last year because he's he's hit the ball out of the park already this season
0: i think what's good about that is that he doesn't strike out much either i mean that was one of the reasons they picked him up because last year they had too many strikeouts on the team And, and another thing that's surprising he's playing some good defense and uh Hopefully that will keep up. He doesn't have the reputation of being a good defender. But uh, I'm telling you, right now, um, offensively and defensively, he's really helped carry this team. And I would say uh, after Bryce Harper, he has to be the MVP uh, the first week of the season.
1: So those guys that are really hitting the ball well. There have been some struggles from some guys in the lineup. I know one, Jason Wirth started the season 0 for 13. Got a key bloop single on Sunday. Is mm-hmm. that kind of is that the type of thing that can can get a guy rolling early in the season? Listen, I'm
0: not worried about Jason Worth. Jason Worth uh, will get it. I know he's 36 years old, but he'll get it together. Um, this is a guy who works the count. I, I think more than anything, he should be their leadoff hitter right now. Now, now that Ben Revere is on the DL, but uh, we'll see how that goes. And, uh, if Michael Taylor can't, uh, you know, can't get it going, they need to put Jason Worth there because he's the best guy best suited for the leadoff spot.
1: I was going to say Taylor's another guy that struggled. Obviously this is a big opportunity for him with Revere on the disabled list. He's going to get some, he's going to get that regular time. Um, so far hasn't really got it done at the plate. I know he had an error as well last night. Um, is he running out of chances to prove that he's more than a fourth outfielder? I know he's still fairly young.
0: No, he's not running out of chances. I mean, there's still plenty of time. I yeah. mean, we've got to give this guy a break. Last year, you uh, talked to Mike Rizzo about it. He was rushed to the big leagues. Now, they um, think he's about, about that time where he can really get it going. Um, I, I think I'm going to give him some time here, but I just don't think he's a leadoff hitter. I think he's best suited from, from the sixth order in the lineup on down. And uh, that's about it. I don't think he's a leadoff hitter at all.
1: Yeah, they've kind of maybe forced him into that spot. How about Worth as a leadoff hitter? What makes what makes him fit that role?
0: He works to count, and uh, he, he always takes a lot of pitches. And, I mean, look, you look at the stats. I mean, he hit over, like, 380 hitting leadoff last year. Now he had a bad year overall. But uh, as a leadoff hitter, he, he had a 380 on-base percentage. So I think he should be... That's the number one reason he should be the guy up top.
1: Bill, they've hit the ball well. They've also pitched the ball pretty well. Scherzer's been good. Strasburg's been good. Ross was really good. I know Tanner Roark struggled a little bit, but you're never, you're rarely going to go through a stretch where all five starters throw gems in a row. Um, overall, as this starting rotation kind of gets into the feel of the regular season, are all those guys feel like they're on on pace right now?
0: Yes, I think they're on pace. Uh, one person that I'm kind of concerned about is Gio Gonzalez. Gio Gonzalez hasn't pitched in a long while. He's going to pitch uh, today, which is uh, Wednesday. And uh, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, you just hope that uh, he hasn't pitched in like two or three weeks. So you hope that he can really get it together um, when he faces the Braves.
1: Yeah, and he's a guy that that if there's an issue with Geo, it's usually the control. Is that another reason to have some concerns after some time off? Because I would think that's something that you kind of lose a little bit when you haven't pitched in a while. Kim, there's no
0: question about it. I mean, this is a guy who walks a lot of batters sometimes. I mean, this guy can throw 100 pitches within four innings, sometimes five innings. So you hope that he can get it together. Um, He was told by uh, Mike Max to slow the game down. Hopefully that philosophy will work, and he can pitch at least seven innings and uh, be consistent on the mound.
1: When you look at that bullpen, Bill, uh, Papelbon 4 for 4 as far as saves go. Um, Is what happened late last year, is that now a complete distant memory with him on this roster and and how this team started off?
0: Tim, you know, it's it's never been a story since spring training. I mean, it's over because – as you know, Harper and uh, Pablo Bond settled their differences after the season ended. So by the time he got the spring training, the players weren't even, weren't even talking about it. The issue were, was the fans. And, you know, yet with the fans now, you hear some boos, but there are some cheers as well because they know that Pablo Bond can do the job. And you know what? He's the only one right now, I feel, that can do the job as a closer on this team. And uh, I think they made the right decision by bringing him back. So uh, it's no issue.
1: Yeah, fans have a way of, overall, when the performance comes around, those boos seem to kind of go away a little bit. And they also see that he's fitting in with the team again as well. And and he's so important to this team. Um, where do you rate him? Because you mentioned it. I mean, they traded away Drew Storen. There's there's not as many arms out there. So how important is Papelbon to this season and this team?
0: Uh, he's very important. Um, you know, I, I don't think – I don't look at him as – like, oh, they have to win because of him. I think the key is getting the Papelbon. You know, the, uh, the Riveros of the world, the Trinans. If they can uh, be consistent and get to Papelbon, I think this bullpen will be okay. I mean, that was the one problem they had last year, It's getting the Papelbon. And so far, so good they're getting to them.
1: Bill, I know when, when Dusty Baker came in, there was a great vibe all spring training long as him taking over this team, helping guys relax, uh, helping guys feel comfortable, something that was maybe lacking in the past. Um, when a team gets off to a good start, gets good starting pitching, gets good key hits, um, does that just go one more step in, in making these guys and their relationship with Dusty Baker that much stronger?
0: I would say so. Winning plays a part of it. I mean... I mean, they did so well in spring training. They went, what, 19 and 4 during spring training, and it carried over into the season. And I'm telling you, um, Dusty Baker has played a big role in that. He always pats someone on the back. That's why I think uh, a guy like Danny Espinosa is off to a great start because Dusty Baker continues to pat him on the back saying, hey, listen, man, you're still my shortstop, and uh, I want you to do this when you're in the batter's box. And he's been following Dusty Baker's direction. He looks like a different hitter hitting from the left side of the plate now.
1: I'm going to give you credit, Bill, because when I talked to you down in uh, Vieira, Florida, during spring training, you said that Espinosa was going to be one of the guys that benefited from Dusty Baker as much as anyone. And I know he had a really rough spring training, but you stuck by that, and now it's paying off. So I'm going to give you some credit here on the podcast.
0: That's great. Uh, it's good to see Danny Espinosa back on track. I mean, defensively, he's always been great. The question was having consistent uh, hitting. So, so far, so good for him.
1: Yeah, 19-4 and four in the spring, as you said. Four and one so far through Monday's actions during the regular season, and they have a few more with the Braves, and then they go to Philadelphia. Those are two series that... As you said, the Nationals should really dominate and should really get off to a nice start to this season. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Nationals editions.